Welcome to Phone the Rookery End. It is our March 2015 podcast. Uh, as always, we are three lifelong Watt fans, season ticket holders in the Rookery End, and this podcast is our take on life as a Watt fan. My name's John, with me is Mike. Hello. And unfortunately, Jason couldn't make uh, tonight's game here at Vicarage Road against Watford against Fulham, and uh, we're joined by uh, Mike's brother, Andy. Hello. Uh, we've just finished the game. Watford won again, 1 0. It was a joy, joyful thing to watch. <laughs> joyful is, uh, <laughs> is probably not the word I'd describe. I mean, it's great that we've won and we've, we've secured another three points and I think probably good value for it overall. But it's, it's tense, but it's massively exciting, isn't it? It's yeah, just yeah, great. Yeah. I, I found that really tough going. I've had a, had a long day and just found it really, really nerve-wracking. So <laughs> <laughs> it's just great, just superb to walk away with another three points. Another three another points. Another three points. That's six and seven? Yeah. Six no. wins and seven. Yeah, it's six it is six, six from the last one at least. Unfortunately, um, uh, last podcast, uh, Frank Cook and Watford Observer did say he thought we could win all six games between the last Not podcast far and this off, one. Though, to be fair. He wasn't far off, and it was only one game. We're going to have to go through those games and see how Watford are doing this season. We're going to chat to John uh, Salomon, the uh, Watford ladies' manager. Uh, their season's starting very, very soon. Their first game's going to be here at Bickers Road on 28th of March. Uh, but we're going to have a chat. And I've got to think, how confident are you feeling in Slab? We'll, we'll get into that as we go on but it's been quite a month for Watford a podcast made by Watford fans for Watford fans from the rookery end back in uh, January Watford had quite a good run running at uh, going up to the, the Chelsea game but there was a, 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 a podcast we had Mike outside Chelsea me, you, Jason and, and, and Geordie chatting away and you couldn't get past the fact that we lost one game against Wolverhampton Wanderers we've Hang on. Uh, hang on. I'm going to, what? In my defence, I was also the only person in that podcast who'd said that Watford could go up automatically. No, you and your son did. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, come on, fair's fair. Okay. Um, we've gone the last seven games and we've won six and we've lost one of them. You're not going to get het up on that game, are you? I am going to mention that Norwich <laughs> well, game. Well, you're going to mention it, of course. Um, and the reason being, let's get it out of the way now. Can we get it out of the way now? Yeah, yeah. I think that what that Norwich game was, and to a lesser de- degree the game, the game against Fulham, was um, an example of what these games are going to be like on the run-in now. I mean, that, that Norwich game, it ended 3-0. It was no way a 3-0 game, that. That was the close... It was so close, it was suffocating, it was on a knife edge throughout. And it was always going to turn on an incident, a piece of skill, a bit of luck, and, and so it turned out. But it was... It was almost si- not silent. That's the wrong word. But it was it was really intense that game, and I think that's that's what it's going to be like for the, for the rest of the season. Andy, we you know we won games two uh, one at Brentford, three nil here against Rotherham, uh, Leeds and Bottom are the away wins, fighting back, uh, and we had a one nil win here again against uh, uh, Blackburn. Um, there's lots of characters to this this Watford team that's coming through. Lots of different. Yeah, well, uh, lots of uh, different players playing week in, week out as well, which is uh, another five changes tonight. Um, But yeah, um, I mean, I think mentioning those pictures and and, uh, attending most of them, um, there's a a real grit that that perhaps wasn't there before, um, earlier on in the season. And um, yeah, we're just grinding out results. You know, um, the Brentford game I'll pick out as as one where I was particularly nervous throughout, really. And... um, quite out of character Mike was, was confident he was, <laughs> he was, he was uh, it's fine just by the time we'll, we'll get there um, and, it, and so it proved and, but they did that and they, they, they took their time and we, we scored two good goals um, even with missing the penalty and coming back from missing that penalty yeah, yeah, you know yeah. it was massive um, so um, yeah definitely a lot more grit and, um, and grinding out these results you know Blackburn and yeah, things like that 
for the, those Leeds and, and Bolton games are going to probably stand out, and they'll, they'll probably stand out for the rest of the season when it comes to looking back on this season. They'll stand out, won't they, Mike? Oh, coming coming from behind, away from home, like we did against Brentford as well. The game Andy was just talking about is is absolutely fabulous. It's um, yeah, I mean it's, that that is one of the best things about being a football supporter, seeing your team come from behind, away from home, to win and to do that regularly and whilst you're in the, in the race for the championship though when those points actually mean something it's well, what more could you ask for as a Watford sport and I think uh, the, the Brentford game was massively impressive because they, they stayed composed they, 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 they kept belief they kept knocking at the door and, they, and then ultimately got their just, just rewards and I think in the, in the game particularly against Bolton I think they made a few changes, changes on, on field which, which, um, which kept us ahead in the game and just to bounce back like that it's just it, it, it's impressive, and, and other teams must be looking at that and realising that. Oh, they're looking at looking at their watches, at their, their phones at half time. What for the losing one 0 What for the losing two 0 Checking them again at full time. Bloody well, one of it. <laughs> it's it's we're relentless, and we're starting to look like one of those sides that we we always held other sides up to be. You know, Derby were Leicester were the one last year. Look like they just keep winning. They keep getting the job done. Derby sort of did it in the, the first half of the season. They haven't haven't quite managed to kick on from there, and this won't be going unnoticed. And I think we need to, as, as football supporters, like I said a minute ago, it was so hard watching that Fulham game, watching that Blackburn game. It's so nerve-wracking when, it's, when there's only one goal in it, nothing in it. But we've got to enjoy this because this is, this is some team and this is, this is a team that isn't just entertaining but is also willing to put their, their knackers on the line and really, really graft and grind. But you, I want to go back, sorry. We talked about the, the, you know, the, the uh, um, Brentford, Bolton and Leeds fight back. But the Norwich game, a team that's up there with us, yeah. we went behind, we didn't really react that well in that game. No, no. Well, I, uh, going back to that, and um, I read uh, an interview, uh, an article from, with um, Alex Neil, the um, Norwich manager the, manager, the night before the game, and um, he, he, he really worried me. <laughs> because he sounded so confident, he he, he he had a plan. He was quite quite obvious in this article I read about having a plan, and he said things like he was asked about Agallo, and he goes, "Yeah, he's a good player, but we'll we'll see how he does against us." And it just it it just felt like he knew exactly what he was doing in it, and that's how it turned out on the on the day. I think that they really really stifled us. Like Mike said, it was it was there was nothing in it. Penalty. We won't. We won't talk too much about that. But they really stifled it for the, for, until the penalty. But that, but that was all and, they and did. It, and, the, and, yeah. the, and, the, but, and then the reaction. We just couldn't. We couldn't get stuck in. I mean, they, their their defence was was rock solid. To be fair, and and, and we really ran out of ideas. And uh, you know, the the standard take off a defender, put on an attacking player that has worked well for us recently, um, couldn't come off either. But. Um, yeah, I think credit to Norwich in that, and credit to what is appearing to be a, a very good young manager that they've got um, there. We'll have a chat about where we think the, the division is going to end up uh, later on in the podcast. Um, but that the, the other, other win that got a lot of criticism was the Rotherham game, and it's bizarre, Mike, that people were complaining that we lost, that we won a game three 0 Yeah, I and mean, then. Uh, 
on one hand, it's, it's easy to see why, because Watford were very narrow, they were set up very narrow, it wasn't the expansive game that, that we've enjoyed, really, for the, for the last three seasons in, in patches. We've been, we have been spoiled. We have gone from having to, to mend and make do, to having a, an embarrassment of riches. If you look at the bench for the Fulham game, <laughs> I doubt Watford have ever had a stronger bench. Oh my God, yeah. um, and, and so I think it is noticeable when we go, we change formation to deal with what we knew was going to be a, a tough aerial assault and we set up to, we set up to, um, to deal with that and it wasn't pretty, it wasn't, we weren't sort of flying at them from, from minute one but we absolutely controlled that game from, from start to finish Rotherham didn't have a sniff of getting anything out of that game from minute one to minute 90 and the, the thing that disappointed me a little bit and everyone's entitled to their, to their opinion and what they want from their football but Watford were holding onto the ball sometimes it was going backwards and there was a lot of there's a bit of discontent and they're saying well come on get it forward let's go for it and it's like well they can't score if we've <laughs> yeah. got the ball um, and we've talked about Bolton we've talked about Leeds we've, we've been behind in those games we've shipped three at Bolton shipped two at Leeds and we didn't ship any at Rotherham and that's good we absolutely bossed it it wasn't pretty but if we go up at the end of the season there won't be people at the promotion party saying well Rotherham wasn't much fun though was it <laughs> well we, we, I went out before the game here um, on Tuesday night against Fulham and I asked a, a bunch of Watford fans how they felt does it matter how Watford win normally yes but not at this part of the season I prefer us to win with a bit of style coming back from two goals behind is, is fun but I'll take 1-0 for the rest of the season yeah. at that stage of the season then you know, a win is all that matters really I mean obviously playing entertaining football scoring goals is good but we're in the stage of the season now where it's win at all costs really Rotherham 3-0 well we played rubbish yeah and it was a really boring performance with four centre-backs playing but you know at the end of the day we got the results so which is all that matters at this stage of the season we were saying that weren't we it weren't a great game was it but the points were more important than that's how we think anyway I'd rather take the points I think last week definitely yeah because they've got to play with some style with some, some you know they've got to play football they always win when they play like that always and only when they resort to other tactics which I'm not very happy about they don't actually win play football they've got enough footballers here to play football around anybody and even in the British yes it does I think there's different ways that I like to see them win but I think ultimately it's always about the result getting the three points I think every game I come to you know I always have this belief that Watford are always going to win every single game that they're going to turn out and play so they don't care really I don't care I don't care we're just going to win do not scratch your ears you're listening to From the Rookery End. He's still young into his tenure as Watford head coach, manager, man in charge. But Slav, you've got to say he's been doing some good things over this last month or two months at least. Not least his memorable quotes. He's come out with some absolute <laughs> yeah, he is. It's a family podcast, so I won't be mentioning oh, most no, of no, them. No. But brilliant. He has endeared himself to me in particular with some <laughs> of those uh, fruity quotes. Um, are you feeling confident in him, Mike? Oh, look, I mean... You will just have to look at the results and trust in, trust in Slav, really, at the moment, isn't it? And he, I think he's made a lot of decisions that I personally were, wouldn't have made or slightly surprised to, to see. Um, but at the end of the day, I think he, he's delivering results at exactly the time that Watford need them, um, as it stands. We're only at the start of March. By the time people are listening to this, we could be uh, back in mid-table. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but, yeah, I, I mean, <coughs> he, he's doing a great job. 
it's impossible to argue with the, with the but I think after the Fulham game he might have snuck into second place I'm not entirely sure but he's kept us up there in, in what is the most competitive championship in living memory it's just outrageous and um, he's, we talked earlier about turning around um, losing positions and I think we've got um, we've got we, I think we've scored the maybe not the most but an incredible amount of, of points from losing positions yeah. which, which isn't like Watford we may have picked up the odd draw in previous seasons having been before but it's very very rare that we turn losing positions into winning ones and I think we might have done it six times this season I don't remember none of and, and I think Where's Jason when you need yeah exactly <laughs> covered, covered in babies <laughs> um, and, and I think you've got to give credit to the manager to a degree for that because he has made changes in-game changes and, uh, and Watford, have, Watford have come back and, and they're playing well you mentioned uh, a, a game we didn't like which was the Wolves game the Huddersfield game I think was, a, was yeah. an important one and I think the penny John Mark said this on, on the radio before the Fulham game I heard and it, and it, it struck through with me the penny sort of drop there that you can't just turn up and roll these, these teams over you might be amazing you might be have Serie A Champions League World Cup experience but that doesn't mean anything at the Gal Farm Stadium on a Saturday night with, Saturday with 11 cloggers wanting to wanting to, to, to beat you and I think what Slav's done is got he has he's got the tactics and he's got them playing together and they've got them digging bloody deep at times you know they're really rolling their sleeves up and putting a shift in and I think that speaks volumes for him as well as, as, well as for the players I think now, you know at the end we, we always say players have got to take responsibility if a, if a team's failing and they have I think they really have stepped up to the plate and, and are working really tremendously hard but doing it for the manager you're confident in, in him but Andy you know, I don't think you can ever start the beginning of the game and you're 100% confident in the manager until the result's there and we're after a win here so that's what Mike is confident in him yeah. who was the last Watford manager who you felt either equal to or more confident in good question John good question um, well I, I've got a, a, a slightly different opinion on it All right. in terms of um, all of that opinion are we, are, we, are we confident in the manager or are we confident in the team itself? Okay. So, are we turning up going, oh, you know, I'm not sure Slav's going to pick the right team today, or how well's the the team going to perform? You know, I think I'm more confident when we're winning games and I'm confident in the team um, doing well. But um, in answer to your question, I would go back to um, the Boothroyd days. And, And the reason for that was because the team was going out and it was winning. Uh, you know, we'd, we'd go away to Forest, we'd win three 0 You know, and and we were confident that we would win. Well, I was confident that we would win away, we would win at home. Um, and I guess he had a settled team in, in, in those days as well. And and you know, Boothroyd was such a, a positive guy. Okay, it all went a bit pear shaped, and um, you know, he, he sort of disappeared and gone back to England somewhere isn't he the, yeah, uh, well, and, down, and really down the from Watford to England but in terms of a, a club manager yeah. Um, yeah. But, but that was a confident spell um, for us obviously and were, you confident, were you confident in him or confident in the team then? well I think I think that is, that's, that's where there's a grey area yeah. it's like confident in the manager you know you've got to you've got to give, it, give the manager at the time credit if we're winning games 
but with Boothrow, I think I think I understand exactly what Andy's saying. You, you 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 trusted him. You were confident that he would make something happen. He'd try something, and you knew full well those players were playing for him. I think, and he, he, the, the team the team ethos was was there for all to see. We were a nightmare time side to play for, and that was down to Boothroy. But what I think Andy's point was interesting that he's confident in this team. But if you think back to the start of the season and, and Soninho, you know the away record under Beppe was 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 dismal. And if we'd gone gone behind it two 0 down at Leeds, a point would have been you know people would still be drunk celebrating it if, <laughs> if under Soninho and and you know there wasn't confidence in him. I think people liked him and I think people were sort of relatively okay with him in the main. But was there really? Did you think he was going to make something happen? No. A game against Blackburn when we had to really really work something out. Yeah. Against Fulham, Fulham tonight mm-hmm. when they when they brought on Smith and were lumping it long. And, and it is interesting, you know, do, how much is down to the player and how much is down to the manager. And it's, you've got, they've both got to be singing from the yeah. same, same I mean, hymn sheet. You know, just on, on the flip side tonight at um, Fulham, when he brought Forestieri on. Yeah. I think, you know, a few people were scratching their heads going, oh, crikey, why has he done that? So does that make you less confident? Or, I mean, we got the result, so was it the right move? And I don't in fairness, I think we actually we, we retained a bit a, a bit more possession when, when he came on, but the decision... So, you know, people were scratching their heads, but was it the right decision or not? I, I mean, I don't know what the, what, the, what the thinking behind the decision was. What was the aim of putting on Forestieri? Everyone, yeah, you can see Toja was warming up for like 20 minutes, half, half yeah. an hour. I think everyone's going, he'll come on in a minute for either Watson or for, for someone else. But he made a change. And I don't think that necessarily that substitution had a chance to sort of see its fruition no um, but, but bigger bigger picture with, with Slav as well we mentioned earlier the stuff that his quotes and sort of a bit tongue in cheek but he has been you could accuse him of sort of saying what the, what the fans want to hear in as much as I want you know but he's, he's actually acted and, he, and he's drummed out people like, like Dyer who's gone on to do nothing at, at Birmingham and if you, if you do a Twitter search for, for Birmingham and Lloyd Dyer you'll find out what they think of him yeah, McGugan isn't, isn't, isn't one for this team for the, for the scraps yeah. that we've got and he's got rid of those guys and he's, and he, and he's said and he said right, I'm not going to bring in anyone in this, this window unless they're going to be better and, it, and we bide our time and, and lo and behold we've landed Gu- Guadi Guadio how do you say Guadiora Guadiora and you know admittedly against, against Fulham he, gave, he did give the, b- b- the ball away a little bit towards the end but he looks so composed he looks That's great tough, yeah, and, good, and he, can, he can make something happen and, we, and we, he did what he said he was going to do mm. he, he said I'm, I only want players who can come in and make the squad better he's joined the squad he's played and Watford looked look good with him in the side yeah, I, th- I think I think you, you can't criticise him and you've got to have confidence in Slav um, you know for the changes he's made you know going all the way back to Blackpool and, and, and things like that um, you know tonight he made five changes we won Mm. You know, Rotherham we've talked about, and he went four centre backs <laughs> across the back, and we, we controlled won. the game, yeah. and we won. Um, you know, so so it's very hard to criticise, and, and it's very hard not to have confidence. And we've won six out of the last seven. I love that hearing that. Six, out of six wins out of seven. But what we've got to when do. When was the last time that happened? Oh, not in our lifetime. Well, we must sure? have done. <laughs> we must have done. Yeah. But, but what we must five. I can't think of most five in a row. We've got to enjoy it. We really have oh, to you enjoy have to. it. You we have to. And I'm finding it hard, I'll be honest, because it's so... It's We're special. finding it weird, Mike, because you're really positive. <laughs> and that's just like weird. You through that. Trust me. I found Fulham very, very difficult, but we got the three points. <laughs> onwards, ever onwards. From the rookery end...
the Watford, well we've got 12 games left of the men's first team, but it's, it's nearer the end than it is the beginning. And the Watford ladies team uh, now play in the summer, in the sunshine. I think that's a good idea. I mean, why do we come here in cold winter afternoon sunshine? Lollipop? Yeah. No. Uh, speak to FIFA, Steve. Yeah, yeah, right. You almost got me started. <laughs> you almost got me started. Was that a trap to get me moody and cross again? Um, and the ladies team are kicking off here at Vicarage Road on the 28th of March, our home game, um, which is open to anyone to come and, and see. Uh, and we caught up at half time here against Watford and Fulham uh, with John Salomon, the Watford manager, to find out what's in store. John, it's, it's all kicking off for you, isn't it? Yes, yeah, all go again. It never really stopped, but um, we started pre-season first week of January um, and then had an FA Cup game start of Feb. We've had various friendlies and so on and we've got FA Cup fourth round this weekend and then the season starts in it's about two weeks' time, I think, now. Because it's the second year you've been in the Super League, isn't it? We had a podcast um, things like this time last year, your first ever Super League game. How did that first season go? Yeah, it went, it went well. Uh, it started well, and then we tailed off. Um, it's a, probably a bit of a cliche, but we had a bit of an injury crisis, and uh, we, had, um, we were third in the league, um, and we ended up finishing seventh. So we were a little bit disappointed with the finish, but the start of the season certainly to mid the midway point when we were when we were you know hit the heights and third in the league um, showed I think the qualities that we've got and we've now got a we've get the you know squad back to full strength we're, we're nearly there um, and then and then obviously push on and, and try and improve on last season when, when we spoke last time there was a feeling that the, the women's professional game was was sort of ramping up a little bit in its in its profile and that feels like it's continued over the, over the last year is that sort of yeah. do you feel that in the camp as well yeah definitely it's, it's, it's it's so much more challenging now because there's so many clubs around us in that Super League setup that are either full time or you know kind of half full time, half part time, and um, some clubs are really taking it seriously now. And you know we get really good support from from the club here as well, so we're able to to move the club forward again this year. We've got fantastic sponsors as well that help us, so we're really pushing things forward again. But it's really tough because the competition with the, with the clubs around us is, is making it even more harder. Um, you know, in terms of attracting players and, and, and bringing players through, uh, retaining players, um, you know, and offering the best programme that, that we can. Um, so, but it just makes the challenge better. Um, and in terms of the women's football as a whole, you know, the fact that you've now got, we had a player playing for us last season called Sarah Wiltshire, who's been at the club for about five years. She's now at Man City. Um, she's a full-time professional footballer. Um, she trains at their Man City's new training complex every day. And that's, you know, that's, that's the dream for every women's footballer when they come into that game you know, probably five years ago people would never have dreamed that that could be possible um, and now we're seeing players you know, either coming through our ranks and going on to achieve that and hopefully one day we can get our club closer to that, to that stage as well so, so fair to say we're doing things the, sort of the original Watford way when it comes to the ladies team yeah pre-season um, you said injuries last, last year do you I uh, mean a, a different setup to get the fitness different better yeah we've pre-season's been different this year so it's been more football specific um, we've brought on a, a rehab and conditioning coach um, to try and make sure the players are looked after once they come out of the physio room that they then have a, a rehab programme uh, before they rejoin training um, but just, just a few things we've put in place to try and, to try and get things right we've still, we've still got a few niggling little injuries that, that you know we're not quite at full strength yet so the FA Cup game this weekend 
Um, we played we played Chelsea as well last week. We're about four players away from what would be our our full strength squad um, at the moment. Um, so we're trying to get those players ready for the start of the season at the moment. But we're getting there. We're getting closer. Again, pre-season, lots of changes. You know, have you had a lot, have you had a lot of changes like the men's team always do every summer? Not really. We've we've um, a couple of players left. Um, we've, we've we've had a couple of players go that we let go, but um, we signed uh, we signed three new players. Um, that, have, that have added to our to various different parts of the team, um, and yeah, no, it's, it's you know the squad for me the, the squad's looking good at the moment. The atmosphere in the group's fantastic. The, it's the strongest in the, in the sort of what's it called, what's it been now four or five years. I've been losing hair doing this job. Um, it's the atmosphere in the group and the, the way the girls have taken to, to training um, and their, their their hunger and their desire to be fitter, better, stronger by you know by the time the season starts is really good. They're really pulling together as a team, and that's the kind of unity we had. You know, the year we were in that horrible relegation dog fight, we stayed up. You know, that's the that's the kind of fight we had in the group, and we've got that back again this year. So that's exciting going into the new season. Does the relative success of the men's team have any impact on how the, how your squad feels? Um, there's a it depends really because there's some of them, some of them don't live in this area. They travel. It's amazing. You know, you'd be surprised. Bearing in mind, you know, there's some players that, that don't get you know don't even get paid expenses, but they travel two That's hours to get to training. I know. Yeah, working on it. Working on it. I get asked a lot. Um, <laughs> but they, they you know but they travel two hours to get to training three times a week. Um, plus, nice new plus training day. Thank you. You should have seen them when they were new. Yeah. Um, but they no they because they want to you know they want to play for, for an elite team and that's where we are we're one of the top 18 teams in the country so that, you know so in that sense there's some girls that travel quite a long way that maybe don't have that connection to the club but then there's other girls that are local that really are big Watford fans um, and there's you know they really see the partnership with the club getting stronger this year as well so we've had players going out doing community appearances with the men's players um, we've got our first game here at Vicarage Road and just various various things like that that are really showing the link between the two clubs and the players really do care and they really do um, value that that from the club as well so tell us about this game 28th of March right. here at Vicarage Road oh, we're here we're here now yeah. uh, and uh, it's against Aston Villa is that right? yeah that's right it's, the first, it's our first home game of the season um, and it's, it's on an international weekend so England play on the Friday night there's no Watford game at all that weekend we didn't plan it that way but you know the, the, the powers that be at the FA were um, you know were good to us and we got a nice uh, first draw so so that, that's the first game of the season it's going to be here the Sir Elton John stand's open so um, it's obviously anyone that's not had the opportunity to sit in that stand yet can go and test it out um, it's only £4 to get in £2 for kids um, and for us it's a, it's a big opportunity that we see it as it, you know, it's hopefully to, to showcase the women's team to show people because I think there's a there's a perception perhaps about women's football and actually when people come and watch our games a lot of the feedback we get from Watford fans you know people like the 1881 that have been coming to the games have been absolutely brilliant um, but, but you know loads of Watford fans that have come down over the years that, that we've been doing it now trying to bring that crowd up and get more people in their perception is, is changing because they come to one game and they go cool I didn't know it would be that competitive or I didn't know the game would be played at that tempo um, and then they want to come back and watch another one because it's a nice easy afternoon out it's cheap you can take the whole family and it doesn't cost you a tempo so it's a nice easy one to, to come along to and hopefully this will give us the opportunity to showcase it at the home of Watford Okay. And then the, the normal home games are uh, at Hampstead yeah. Football Club yeah. uh, on a Sunday. Usually on a Sunday, yeah. The fixtures are on the website, but they're usually Sunday. We have a few midweek games, but not too many. You're a Watford fan, so to finish up, where, where is Watford men's team going to do uh, at the end of the season? How, how are your girls going to do? I'm not a betting man, <laughs> so I wouldn't like to put a place on this, but I think 
the result the team shows at the moment. The last minute winners against Blackburn, uh, Brentford, um, Bolton, you know, even the turnaround at Leeds. It, that, that's a difference, I think, in the side now um, that gives me a little bit of hope that I think we could get automatics because if they show that, if they, you know, if they can, if they can keep that form up to the end of the season, I saw something today that apparently we've taken 2.4 points. It's going to sound really sad, isn't it? But I read this this morning: 2.4 something points against all the teams outside the top eight, and that's massive, isn't it? Really. Um, and then if we can just get a few results against, I think we've got to play three or four of the top eight, haven't we? Yeah. In the running. Three in a week. Yeah. 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 So if we can get, if we can get, a, you know. We can get a couple of wins out of those two games, and so there's no reason why we can't. But like you said, the bench, the bench today is ridiculously strong. <laughs> yeah. So if if they can't do it, we'll make a couple of subs, and then we'll you know we'll turn it around because it's such a strong team. I'm sure we can do automatics. Yeah. So we're going up. What about the ladies? Where are they going to finish? Final word. We want to finish higher than we did last season. That's always the challenge. But there's no reason why we should be competing in the top four and two got this season. So if we can get in and around that top four, we can try and push. But we're not putting any any big pressure on our players this season. It's all about improving, getting better. Finishing higher than we did last season. But good luck. Thank you. And we'll be down to Burkham to watch a couple of games. Great. Thanks a lot. A podcast by Watford fans for Watford fans. This is from the referee end. We're outside Vicarage Road still. Uh, Andy's checked his phone. Where are we in the league at the moment? Even you know Norwich haven't played. We are well third, right? Joint second with Derby. The joint second. Oh, joint that, second. That's, I like that. We're joint, joint second. Tied for second. Goal, goal, goal difference doesn't count at this stage. No, it's not that big goal difference, is it? One. Oh, there yeah. you go. When we beat them later in the month, it's going to be uh, Kaching. Yeah. Um, so we've got twelve games left to go. We've got. I, I sort of broke it down into, into phases for me, Mike. We've got a bunch of games coming up. Yeah, we're Fulham today. We're away at Wolves. Home here at Reading and a wet Wigan, and that's like all similar games this month. As you know, as Frank from Observer would probably say, we could win all those games. We could win all those games. Yeah, we could. It's a championship. I'm not going to guarantee it. We could win those games, and then we go into Easter week: Tuesday, Friday, Monday. Ipswich, Derby, Middlesbrough. Big games. Big games. And for me, that is the point. Where we either go playoffs or automatic. Two of those games at home, Ipswich, Middlesbrough. Could easily win those games. Well, not easily. We could easily win those games. Right. I'm sticking with it, Mike. Okay. I'm, I'm on this high of a, a, a sixth game in, like, sixth win in seven. It's like we easily beat Fulham then. Yeah, easily. <laughs> um, <laughs> confidence draining. <laughs> and the, the, the game against Derby, hey, you never know. Let's get our first draw since October. And then we've got a run in. Uh, and it's, it's, I, wouldn't call it, I wouldn't call it easy either. You know, we've got Millwall, Forest, Birmingham, Brighton, and Sheffield Wednesday at the end. They're not, they're not easy games against the Championship, but there's a hump in the middle. Um, Easter hump. Easter hump. Yeah. How do you reckon we're going to go this next season? Next season. Next. Mm-hmm. The next well, twelve games. Next twelve games. <sighs> Are you not going to get me predicting predicting scores and what? predicting results? No, results. I'm not because you always get the, no. I don't want you to say that. You I, always, I think if, you, if always get the, you always get you say <laughs> something like you, you, you'd, at this point you'd probably say we were going to win and then we'd lose them all. Exactly. Um, <laughs> so shush. We must keep working hard, performing, and winning. Mm. And as you said, John, we, we are capable of doing it. We've been saying it for for two seasons now. 
um, this team is capable, we have the squad to do it. And there's been a lot of rightly um, frustrated people saying, well, we keep saying they're great players, when are they going to show it? Well, blow me down if they're not actually starting <laughs> to show it um, and perform as a team. So, although I sort of mocked you slightly there for saying we could easily win those, the, those games, we, we can, we are capable. I wouldn't back against us going to, 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 to Derby and winning. If we can keep it up, we need it. it's all about momentum now. And the team who finishes first, the team who finishes second, isn't going to lose many games now. No. Um, and it's time to step up. And I said earlier, as supporters, we need to enjoy it. And we probably need to step up as well and say, right, we are challenges. Puff our bloody chests out and let's, let's take this lot on. Ipswich are no great shakes. Derby are having a wobble. Middlesbrough on our own patch. Why can't, you know, yeah. let's bring it on. I think, I think it's... Um interesting and, and, and the fixtures coming up and, and the run of form that we're on um, you know we're wor- why, why should we worry about them yeah, exactly. I, th- I mm. think we've, we've you know a bit of a big comparison but talking about the comeback games you know you think about the Man United teams of, of under Fergie uh, Sir Alex sorry um, <laughs> if you're listening yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> But, but, you know, Man United, Old Trafford, people were scared to go there. People were, were, were worried about that team. Even with five minutes to go, um, people were worried that they, if they had a draw, they thought that inside, those, the teams at those playing Man United were still worried that they, they were going to lose, you know, at 1-0, one 1-0, nil, one nil, whatever. And, and, and we sh- we're at a stage where we're, we're almost creating that sort of feeling about it, you know. Bolton and Leeds why not people are going to worry about uh, yeah. worry about us they might be 2-0 up but go hang on a minute in the back of their minds this, this team can score goals and so looking at those fixtures you've got not only you've got the promotion the promotion race you know the teams up there mm. fighting with us but you've got Wiggins and, and, and Mills and things like that down there as well who are going to be yeah. scrapping and they're going to try and take us down to their level to get to get what what they want out of the game which is obviously points to stay in the division it's, it's, too, it's too late in the day. We're too far along on this journey to start worrying now. We are good enough to beat every single team on that fixture list. And technically, all we have to do is beat every single team on that and we'd go up. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think 12 wins out of 12 would probably do it for no, us. No, but we'd definitely beat... You know, if we Derby, we'd be and they won all their games also, we'd go up. And I think we, we, it needs to be a mentality shift. And I think we might have seen that from the, the players and, and from the squad because it's been borne out on the pitch. They've, they've worked so hard, as we said earlier. And we have responsibility now to not be nervous, not go into these games with trepidation, not see it as a potential banana skin. Mm. It's, not a, it's not a potential, we're, 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 if we lose this, we, we're, we drop. If we win it, it's another step forward. And if we win the next one, it's another step forward. Yeah. And, it, and it's time to believe. And if, if we don't make it, you know, so what, quite frankly. But now is the time, with 12 games to go, to give it a right royal rollicking. And that means getting up, getting to games, getting your mates to come to games, singing, dancing, shouting, screaming, whatever. Slav Just said it, didn't he? Slav said uh, earlier in the week, you know, it might have been yesterday. Um, belief. Yeah, yeah, belief. Um, and and, and we've, got to, we've got to do that, you know, as fans. You know, at the end tonight, you know, there was, there was the, the tenseness of, of Matt Smith going to definitely knock one down or knock one in um, from one of those long balls going in. And we can get angry. We can we can we can moan and groan and go, oh come on, get in out. Or we can do what the guys did tonight, and, and, and they actually. 
got behind them, yeah. and, and everybody calms down. Everything just becomes a little bit easier. Um, you know, the, the, the Fulham players tonight, it sort of drained out them with that sense that they were going to get something when. Yeah. And that's, that's a collective, that's a collective effort, not only from the, from the, team, from the players uh, digging in on the pitch, from, from the fans as well. And it, it, it does feed through, you know, it, it does feed through. And you've got, to, you've got to believe in the players on the pitch and make sure that, that we do what we can to, to, to push them over the line in, in, on nights like tonight. We currently sit in, well, we sit in joint second. Joint second. Uh, we have played 35 games. Uh, we are now on plus 28 goals and 65 points. Now, mathematically, I believe automatic promote, um, playoff on average is 75 points. I think we'll easily get there. Well, don't don't tempt fate. But I think 86 points is the average for second. I think is that what it is? I thought it was over 90. I was no, over, no, over for second. second I think you're looking at 86 points. It's still a long way to go. You're not going to deny that. Tomorrow night, oh, um, Norwich play obviously, and they could also become joint second <laughs> <laughs> if they win tomorrow. So, so it would leave it would be Middlesbrough 66, Derby, Watford, and Norwich 65 by the end of tomorrow night if Norwich win. That's try to compare this to other other years. I That's don't think it's ever been this close. No, not never. For the top two. No. Not for the top two. I think. No. Uh, not that close. That's no. a win, isn't it? Isn't it? Neither, you know. Yeah, we, if we all won on Saturday and moves were lost yeah I think the best we'd all be on they'd be joint first four of us would be joint first <laughs> the, best, the, best, the best sort of description of how, how sewn up the top eight have got, got it I think is that is Nottingham Forest have won some very very similar record to ours sort they of lost, like, lost tonight okay but they they've won like sort of 13 out of 15 points and in that time gained one point yeah, one on, on, no, one point. They made up one point. They didn't oh, even make up a mean, play. Right. So they're trying. They're sort of looking for a late run to get into the playoffs, which often happens. But but that's not happening because even even player teams who are outside there are coming with amazing runs, aren't making a dent because everyone who's ensconced at the top there is is busy knocking seven shades of what's it out of out of each other and, and everyone else. I mean, last last Tuesday you can take it as an example. If there's any. Uh, Acker fans out there who like doing a, an accumulator on a, a day of football. I think it was uh, all seven of the top eight that played, played all won. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, you know, it is, I think I think it's relentless. relentless. It's, it is relentless, and that's why um, it's a it's so impressive that, that Watford are still in there and fighting and are, are now in up there in the sort of the front two roles in in uh, in Formula One parlance. They're sort of near near not quite pole, but we're we're in there and fighting. But again, we're there. We're up there. We've managed to do it in what is a terrifically hard season. Um, we've come back from a bit of adversity. Norwich, Bournemouth, return mm. games. They haven't, yeah, they haven't, those games, those losses haven't, you know, made a, a run of losses or a run of draws or dipping form. It's straight back to business, isn't it? Yeah, which is mightily impressive, yeah. um, hugely exciting, massively nerve-wracking. Espe- especially, especially looking back to that Bournemouth game, which at the time felt like a real. Kicking the yeah, gut, um, but with two points above Bournemouth now, so you know, there's so much to play for. It's, it's really exciting. Um, the next from the Rookie Podcast is going to be a live from the Rookie Podcast. We're going to be live on 87.9 FM, Silver FM. Uh, Silver FM uh, was the first radio station I ever worked on back in the mid 90s. My old school radio station, Michael. We're going to do a show in it. Sounds sounds good. Uh, you can phone in. You can interact. It's going to be live. Wow. 
exciting stuff. Yeah, can't wait. Yeah, can't wait. Uh, it's going to be over the bank, uh, Easter weekend, uh, in between the Derby and the Middlesbrough game, and uh, we will be uh, live on there. Uh, and if you're in Watford, you can listen to the radio station, 87.9 FM, uh, and it's going to be, uh, yeah, great fun little radio station with lots of uh, local kids doing some radio shows. Um, but we're going to be back, we're, we're going to the end. Mike, yeah. uh, I'm going to guess you are 100% we're going out automatically. You have to be now. What's the okay. point in anything else? Uh, Deep breath, chest out, come on, let's just do it. And Andy, automatic or playoffs? I'm going to go with my brother. I'm going to say automatic, I'm going to s- stick with him on this. Okay, and if we uh, include young Arlo, it's a uh, triple from the parkings. Yep. Automatic. I'm going automatic. Come on. This momentum, the, the big mo, yeah, the mo is going. <laughs> <laughs> Slip out of the playoffs by the next podcast. Uh, we're back at the beginning of April for the next from the rookie end. Come on, you on. Enjoy it. Come on. Oh.